0: Welcome to Real Estate Power, where you can learn how to step up your real estate game from top real estate producers. With your host, Devin Bunnell, author with an Amazon best selling book. If you want to know what will take your business to the next level, here is where you will learn how. So, today we're here with uh, Steven Osler with uh, Realty Path. And- um the first question we start off with is how many families have you helped so far in twenty
1: eighteen i I average ninety eight over a twelve month period and I'm still tracking the same average so I uh, you know do about eight transactions per month, so times that by nine months i'm sure to right around about 72 transactions yeah and then are you a one-man band yes i'm uh, i'm the realtor and then i have a transaction coordinator that i pay at 299 per file closed and then i do have uh, two virtual assistants uh, that uh, i hire out of the philippines uh, that uh, have 15 years sales experience and bachelor's degrees that I pay uh, roughly uh, $5.85 an hour to uh, just uh, uh, set up all my appointments for me so I can just uh, uh, list and uh, so I can present and list uh, while they're uh, uh, putting together my appointments for me.
0: That's awesome. So then what's your daily schedule like right now?
1: Uh, I always tell people I am available As their agent as long as I get eight hours sleep my wife is happy my kids are happy I'm I'm there so I eat drink and sleep real estate it's uh, not a job it's a life it's a it's a life commitment it's something though that I have passion for and truly love um, so I do not feel like I work Uh, oh I uh, you know start off by when I go to bed I just set my alarm for eight hours later and then I uh, wake up exercise for about 20 minutes and then uh, shower eat and uh, then I uh, then I go and pick up my phone I don't sleep next to my phone I keep my phone away from me but then but so that when I am on I I am focused and I have plenty of energy uh, in order to uh, keep up my pace I live a a very uh, healthy diet uh, you know, it's, uh, where it's a lot of fruits, proteins, and uh, fruit and vegetables, protein and stay away from processed foods and canned foods. I don't eat out. Uh, I just pack a lunch, And but I start off by uh, answering people's uh, texts, emails until my first uh, uh, appointment for the day, which could be anywhere from 10 or 1 o'clock, and I usually have anywhere from one to three uh, uh, listing presentations or buy- new buyer appointments uh, per day. And then, uh, uh, and so I in, in between appointments, uh, as I'm driving from appointments, I'm returning uh, text, phone calls, and uh, uh, and so that's uh, I'm caught up in between appointments, and then I. Usually, I don't get home uh, until approximately uh, 9:30, 10 o'clock at night, and then, uh, uh, and then I may, uh, r- that, at that point in time, if I had any offers or clients making offers, uh, you know, b- between maybe 9 and 10:30, I'm writing up the offers. I don't stop in the middle of the day to write up the offer because I don't want to slow down the momentum and interfere with my other appointments. Uh, uh, But that's that's kind of a
0: so so, I mean I've done a lot of interviews and you're the first one that has a set time at night right so that reality you're not burning candle the candle both ends it's stick, right how did you realize that you had to have like that eight hours of sleep and um, when did you start implementing that
1: you know, I'm 43. I think it hit me when I uh, was approaching 40 and I realized that uh, uh, that I uh, wasn't 20 anymore. And so that's, I, I've kind of just uh, told my wife, hey, um, you know, I can pretty much do anything if I get eight hours sleep. So uh, uh, she's kind of learned to let me have my eight hours sleep.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So what did you do before we started this? You said that you've been in real estate for 20 years. What did you do in the beginning that was making you successful at real estate?
1: You know, I think it started before then. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always loved sales, but I love strategic sales. I'm a uh, a type of salesman that loves to educate my clients and I always uh, uh, show them my competitive advantages over anyone else so the sales process actually becomes pretty easy for me there's really no convincing I I started off when I was younger uh, I own my own landscape lawnmower company and did that used to sell myself going door to door then when I uh, went, uh, went on a uh, two-year mission, ca- came home, and uh, went to Snow College. And then from Snow College, I went up to Utah State. Well, I was at Utah State. I started a sales and marketing company where students would fill out uh, their first credit card applications for Visa, MasterCard, Express, Discover. Uh, and I'd make them a T-shirt, like a John Belushi-type college uh, T-shirt or some type of novel T-shirt, like maybe a Superman uh, emblem or something to do with, like, maybe Curious George sniffing ether. It was just kind of comical. Uh, I'd have kids uh, make that T-shirt for $2, and the credit card companies would sell, me, uh, would pay me uh, 20 to $25 a head. And so this was back in... 2000 there I think it was 99 I think I got married in 99 and actually this happened in 99 I was doing this and uh, cuz I was engaged my wife at the time and at that time I would make uh, an average of about uh, I sent about 300 to 500 kids a week and I would make about $7,500 to $10,000 a week uh, back then. Uh, with inflation, imagine that's you know twice that today. But uh, then I would uh, travel to every major university across the United States, and uh, in the fall, uh, hit up the new freshmen. Get them their first credit cards to help them establish credit. Then I'd go to school spring and summer, didn't have to work at all. And as I'd walk the campus, I wanted to uh, own real estate. So the first home I bought was a home with the law apartment. We lived in the basement. I rented out the upstairs, so we lived there rent free. And I took uh, I would make over uh, six figures each uh, year. And at that time, real estate were, uh, prices were half as much, and and I would. Uh, buy apartment complexes uh, that were within walking distance of schools. So by the time I graduated from college in 2002, I had 32 units, 11 properties, and uh, more passive income than expenses. I wanted something bigger, uh, so I got out of the Logan market where I was going to Utah State, came down to uh, Salt Lake, and then Salt Lake, I used some of my equity uh and uh, to actually get into private uh, money lending or uh, a a private money lender hard money lender uh, did that and even uh, before that though i went to appraisal school in 2000 but i realized that uh, watching other people make money and appraising their homes was not something i would enjoy i wanted to be the one doing the transactions and making the real estate investments making the money so i dropped uh, appraisal right after uh, appraisal I did right after um, schooling uh, at one point in time I was working as a private lender I picked uh, I got my loan officer license but that was a little boring for me because I didn't like to sit behind a desk and uh, uh, but I got into private lending I kind of like that because I was setting my own terms my own conditions that went really well until uh, uh, spring of uh, no, 2007 uh, at that point in time I saw the recession coming I liquidated my real estate holdings and uh, and then uh, the private money lending uh, there were some builders that default on us I had to uh, foreclose on them to get some money back you know it was a great recession it was hard for me at that point in time like anyone else and it but uh, during 2009, uh, my wife and I opened up a home and auto insurance agency, it was a brokerage. And uh, there we started, uh, uh, I realized I needed something recession proof, by law, everyone has to buy home and auto insurance, but, but uh, people do not, uh, by law, have to buy a home. And so with that we got that agency up and going. For five years, where we got a handful of employees to run it on autopilot, and I was able to pull myself out of it. And that's when uh, I decided to uh, get involved with uh, more transactions, real estate transactions, besides selling my own properties. I said, You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna get out there and sell other clients' properties. So then I actually got in and started selling property for others uh, about two and a half years ago. I was kind of actually. Uh, like maybe three years ago was my, I sold my first property for a, a brother-in-law but I, I had to fell forward as I was uh, there. I, always, I just fell forward like I, I knew that with my business skills, my experience that uh, it wouldn't take too long failing forward that I could actually uh, uh, turn it into something very profitable. So actually I went into it was uh, fall of 2015 I started listening to uh, uh, I've, you know, along the years, I've gone to a lot of guru seminars. I've 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 listened to, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki. I've listened to Russ Whitney. I've uh, I was familiar with uh, uh, many other ones as as well. And then, uh, in you know, Nouveau Riche uh, was a local Utah company. I was familiar with. But I said, you know what. The, uh, I don't need to really spend any that much money to really get the tools I really need at this point in time, uh, because of the internet, and because uh, I really believe that those gurus don't have anything to really offer. They just kind of just rehash what available material they already have out there, and they just uh, mark it up and uh, uh, to highly paid uh, 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 salesmen. But there, the I went to Harris University. It was like. I used to listen to their podcast. They have a, uh, about 150,000 listeners uh, across the United States who listen to their daily podcast, and uh, I listen to them every single morning as I exercise for 30 days. Uh, I paid 100 to 300 to go through their six-month curriculum where they taught me all the little ins and outs of you know how to list an expire you know how to get an expired listing, a for sale by owner listing. Uh, how to hire a virtual assistant out of the Philippines and uh, I was just listen to them closely and listen to also uh, Mastermind agents like $200 for the year and I can listen to people who have sold 50 million dollars a year in real estate I listened to people who are selling a hundred million dollars a year in real estate and I was listening to some of their great ideas and then I was uh, at that point in time I got my license with Realty Path in Uh, I think 2015 ish and uh, and then uh, I was going through their rookie program and listening to all this and I had this great idea. One of the guys that did a podcast said, hey uh, uh, what I did in California is I put out 40 signs for a open house and every time I put up 40 signs, I get a transaction out of it. And I said, well that's a quick way to get a transaction. So I spent $2,500 in signs, I went to another agent who was in my office and said, hey can I borrow uh, your listing and do an open house? And I did an open house for him, I didn't sell his house. But a a client came by and he said, Steve, I've never seen an agent market so hard with 40 signs. And it did take me two hours to set up, uh, two hours to take down. And Steve, if anyone can sell my house, it's you. And this other agent cannot sell my house, even though he's been in the business a a long time. I'm canceling my contract with him uh, on Sunday. I want you to come over on Monday. I came over on his house on Monday and I, I helped him with staging his house. I said, you need to get that treadmill out of your living room, and you need to uh, clean up uh, that bird poop off your, your doorsteps and off your door. You need a, that missing rail put back on your steps. And uh, so I said, don't worry about it, uh, my handyman and my cleaning ladies will do all this for you. And so he says, really? I said, absolutely, don't worry about it. I got it all done. The other agent did not take professional photography. They took some cheap photos with their cell phone. I took uh, I sent one of my professional photographer. I put it back on the market. And all I did was a small $5,000 price adjustment, and I had four offers on the property where no other agent, uh, with this other agent with, uh, I think he had about 10 years previous experience, uh, couldn't get the home sold. And he was, uh, and so, you know, at that point in time, I knew I had something, but I had to figure out how to get more clients in. So I I was dabbling with all lead sources. I never believe in the Holy Grail. There's never a Holy Grail for lead sources, because once you think you got a really good one, it stops working. But I always believe in always spending some money on research and development trying to find uh, the next one and so I spent some money on uh, some companies uh, uh, Who are doing Facebook marketing and Google marketing and I've just keep track of their return on investment and Which one uh, I found one about May of 2016? Uh, it's really good with Facebook. I went up there my uh, and during this though. I was uh I was uh, working really hard to make sure I had the best listing presentation out there. I didn't want a canned listing uh, presentation. So I actually went through Harris uh, University and uh, and for their small little price tag of up to, I think, I think it was, could have been 250 a month for... For six months. Uh, they actually also helped me have my own personal strong listing presentation that no other agent has or even compares uh, to, uh, to what I have to offer. And I pulled uh, my competitive advantages together and one of my listing presentation uh, from a first appointment I set and I, I got a person that was selling and buying and, uh, and so I, I was able to afford that lead source by taking the $12,500 commission from that Open house that I did, and I was just kind of uh, putting it in different areas, and I found a really good one with Facebook. And then I started to team up with a loan officer. We shared the uh, expense of that, and then I, uh, then over the over time, I just ratcheted up to about uh, uh, fifteen thousand dollars a month in marketing, and, and uh, eight transactions uh, per month. And I just follow a really good system. Uh, where I make sure I'm really good at multitasking and and following systems and uh, And that allows me to do that many uh, transactions. So there's a hopefully that helps there
0: No, that's a lot of information. So Let me back up a little bit on a couple questions for you. So Reality is you didn't start selling until 2015 correct as a licensed relative no I sold my the first season.
1: house fall of 15 I <laughs> didn't really start selling until uh, middle of 16 and then uh, uh, 17 uh, 2017 was my first full year at Path. Wow. that year I did 98 transactions and uh, uh, nearly uh million in gross sales so I was their number one agent for commission and uh, production and uh, uh, yeah it was it was was crazy Uh, uh, but uh, it really just comes down to having business experience and 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 offering uh, things to clients that nobody else uh, wants to offer or will offer and uh, uh, to uh, help them through situations I've learned to listen Two clients. I listen. What is their hot button? Okay, how can I address that hot button and come up with a solution? If I do that, um, I know I got the listing.
0: So, right now, you... You're, you said that you have a competitive advantage that you show in all your listing appointments. Yep. Can you give me more details on what you feel like your competitive no, I, advantage is? You know,
1: a lot of other agents have heard I do this and they think I'm crazy. Uh, but if I come across the client and their house uh, needs uh, deferred maintenance or repairs done or needs to be remodeled, I will uh, loan my client uh, anywhere from a thousand dollars to thirty thousand dollars to. Um, uh, and just put that on my business uh, line of credit, and uh, I'll loan them that um, to uh, improve the value of their home uh, and get them a, a top dollar for their home. So when I tell my clients I'm going to get them top dollar, they know it because my, I put my money uh, where my mouth is.
0: And so then do they have to use your like handyman contractors? No, they can or use... Or do you let them they, kind they of can, run it?
1: No, they actually... They, you know, the way that you know, they had they fill out a second contract stating that they understand that uh, uh, it was a contract my attorney drafted up uh, that, uh, that states that the uh, realty path is not. A, a contractor and this is a separate contract outside of real path that they've entered into with my company uh, to that they're borrowing money from and they're just obligated to repay that money but they can pick any contractor uh, of their uh, free will and choice uh, uh, but usually they want to go with my contractors and my experience because I I've done this enough times that I know which contractors can get it done in a timely manner and for a, a and, and for good value, and and so I, I over the years picked up really, uh, really competitive plumbers, electricians, drywall, carpet guys, um, people who are really good with deferred maintenance and painting. Um, so I know which contractor to put on which uh, on what job.
0: So do you coordinate that for them also, Correct. or do you only? Provide them with the number. No,
1: nope, I coordinate for them. I say, here, here's a couple to choose from. Uh, who would you like? And I'll send them over a couple people, and then uh, they'll give them different aff- estimates, and say so which one you feel comfortable with, and then they'll they'll pick one. And say, sounds good to me. And you know, here's and I'll I give the check directly to the contractor, and it does not go to the customer.
0: Do you do uh, like a mechanics lien on, on the home as well?
1: Uh, depending on the amount of money, I will uh, uh, file a a trustee note.
0: Okay. And that way you're also protecting yourself, right? Correct. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, I've never heard of anybody else doing that. Yeah, usually at two sides of the
1: spectrum, you get uh, agents and then you get investors. Uh, You don't really get anyone in the middle and that's what uh, this... What clients are looking for is looking for a third choice, uh, especially in this information age when uh, they 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 can go on the internet and they're ex- they're expecting choices and options. And so, uh, most agents out there just want to show up and uh, and just list a home. I like, uh, here's a you know here's an example. I showed up to well step back here is about three weeks ago. Uh, my assistant called in a. A lead and called him. they said oh we've already spoken to another agent there's no need for you to come over and then my assistant said are you sure now uh, have you signed any uh, contract with that other agent no we have not you know what my uh, Steve here offers a, a handyman service and uh, and she's oh my cl- my home needs a lot of work done on it you know what have him come over I came over and I went through their house and it uh, needs new paint, new carpet. They had lived there only five years, but they got seven, eight people living there. I uh, went downstairs and they had a soaked carpet. You can already start to smell the mold and uh, there was a missing uh, cabinet drawer. There were some burnt out light bulbs there was, uh, some doors with holes in them. And uh, I gave them a value in their home. I said, uh, your home, I could uh, sell it based on today's numbers at $315,000. And she goes wow really And nice and I always do the uh, CMA the mark analysis with the client on my iPad in person I do not come over with a black and white pieces of paper because uh, they have no idea how I derive the value and I do not even mail them the the analysis I'll email them a range off of Zillow maybe oh you're between this range and that range but I don't know until I know coming uh, into your house and then that's how I get in, get in the house and so I came in and said, "I'm at 315," um, and uh, and she goes, "Well, Steve, I'm, uh, you know, I did meet this other agent, and uh, they said they can only get 290." I said, "Oh, really? Okay, um, but you know, let me think about this. Let me talk to my husband." It says, "You know, uh, I like how you do offer your handyman service. My house doesn't need a lot of work. I think the other agent offers a handyman service. Anyhow." She, uh, she said, I got to talk to them. So I get in my car. I come home. The other agent calls me up yelling at me and says, I can't believe you just spoke to my client. I go, your client, do you have a contract with them? No. But Steve, I, you know, anytime that a, a, a prospective client's ever talked to another agent, if I hear they've spoken to another agent, I don't get to, I, I just let it go. I go, you know why? I believe it's fair game until you have a contract, but she goes, oh, I disagree. You know, I've seen uh, cases like this go to the Utah Division of Real Estate. I said, okay, you know what? How about we do this? You call your broker. I'll call mine. Let's have them both talk. I called my broker, and she said, yeah, Steve, they don't have a contract. And the other broker never called my broker. I get a... And then the... The homeowner calls me up the next morning and says, Steve, I'm, I just think I'm going to go with the other agent because I did contact them first. I said, and so I did send them a text that I would go with them. I go, but did you sign a contract? No. I said, do this. Don't sign a contract with any of us until you get all the information. Okay? And this was the information you should get. One, what's the sales price? Two, the cost of fixing up the home. And three, I said first, now I'm and I, so I'm just, I step back there. So <clears throat> I said, one, get the sales price, two, get the cost repairs, three, who's going to cover those repairs? And four, what's the bottom line? And also, who's going to fix your credit? You said you're in the 400s. And so, um, and I said, I'll have my contractor. He's going to come over tomorrow. He'll work up an estimate for you. Oh, here's my credit repair guy. He'll have your credit fixed in 60 days. So he called the other agent. The other agent said, handyman? Oh, yeah. Let me call one. He calls the handyman, tries to send him over. Uh, He never shows up. I show up with, with my contractor the next day, and the client said, oh, the the other agent's photographer came over, and I told him my house is not even ready to show, and I turned him away. And that agent called me up all upset and said, "You just cost me money, uh, you know, for turning that uh, photographer away." My and, and the client said, "But my home is in disarray. It's not ready to have photos. This place is a complete mess," and so. I said, here, and then, so I, and my contractor worked up an estimate, and I and we, and said, okay, it's going to cost about twelve to $15,000 repairs. If you want to do some of the repairs, you, uh, yourself, like, rip out your own carpet and throw stuff into, well, and, and throw stuff into the dumpster, uh,
0: you, you can, you can take care of them, i cut it up.
1: and uh, so what's interesting is that I I sat down with my client and I said uh, I said uh, you know uh, I'm going uh, and I said this is what you're really going to net after the cost of repairs and and also uh, you know cost of uh, capital uh, uh, provided for the repairs and uh, and they said, you know what, Steve? I haven't heard back from the other agent. He, he hasn't heard back from his handyman. They, and they said, I would have to come out of pocket for the repairs, and I don't have any money. That's why I'm selling my house. And I talked to the credit repair guy. He said it's going to be six okay. months. And, uh, and she says, Steve, I'm hiring you. You know what you're doing. You have a plan. You have a, It's all strategic. And I need to deal with somebody who's gonna know how to get me into my next property. And, uh, and the reason I'm selling this house, is I need to free up $100,000 of equity to get into my next property, and uh, but I also wanna pay off some debt, pay off some cars, and get into a better home for my family. And uh, you've got a plan, a strategy to get me there. The other agent is just a uh, come list me in as is condition agent. And uh, you know what? I think that's very unprofessional.
0: Yeah, and that, I mean that's a huge competitive advantage of what you offer, right? Yep. And really taking care of them and helping them get from point A to point B, versus okay. having all these things broken out, right? And they have to try to get everything put together themselves. Correct. So I think that's a huge competitive advantage that not a lot of realtors offer.
1: I, you know, I don't think I've met one who offers it. I've I've seen other agents who will line up a electrician or a handyman. Uh, uh, and then they ask the homeowner to pay for that, but I haven't seen any uh, other agents out there say, hey, let me open up my wallet. Because a lot of them are afraid, go, hey, what happens if that client uh, defaults and I never get my money back? You know what? People have integrity and and people, they're trusting me to sell their home. I should trust them as much as they should trust me to sell their home, their biggest asset and biggest decision in their, in their life. and. So, oh, you know what, has there been uh, some people before that uh, have not been able to pay me back? Sure, you know what, maybe I lost a uh, $1,000 uh, once uh, for somebody uh, who got a deathly illness right before closing, couldn't close. You know what? I, I've lost seventy five hundred dollars once on somebody whose uh, wife died, and uh, then while they were trying to sell it, their kid picked up meth and started smoking meth in, in the back uh, bedroom while we put a new paint, new carpet. You know what? I I I, I never look back. I don't regret ever uh, helping them out because it's the business of helping people. But I have benefited substantially more than. Uh, uh, that I've ever lost in this business, and that's how business is ran. It's it's always ran off of of uh, uh, calculated uh, uh, rewards and calculated losses. And uh, as long as your uh, wins and gains are substantially higher than your uh, losses, uh, you'll always come out ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, so then, the last question I have for you is, what what are you seeing in the market today, and and how are you adjusting for it?
1: Here. Daddy has to be with him. Okay, Okay, then you sit that. How am I, uh, where's the market at and how am I uh, adjusting for adjusting to it? I'm one of the uh, one of the few agents that'll tell you that the markets topped and we are on our way down. Uh, yeah, here it is September of 2018 we've had 10 years of recovery and 10 years of gains and uh, it we're due for a recession, and we have recession uh, here probably in the next uh, uh, six to eighteen months. And uh, uh, the Federal Reserve is going to uh, uh, rate hike us into a recession. Uh, they're getting a little too aggressive. The buyers absorbed the first uh, s- um, series of rate increases up until uh, this uh, spring summer of 2018. After that, each additional rate increase increases uh, just continued to take away uh, more buyers uh, purchasing power uh, um, to the point that uh, there's not enough buyers out there to support uh, today's uh, high prices. Uh, sellers were raising prices at the same time fed was raising rates and that type of correlation is a uh, down to break and it's actually uh, broken and now and so what i've seen the last uh, uh two to four weeks is that uh, uh in order to move home it's homes it's price reductions and i've had to take more price reductions yeah. uh than on my l- listings than i've ever had to take in the last uh, you know ever since i've been doing this and according to uh Redfin, they did a uh, a report uh, last week that I read that 25% of homes across the nation have had to take price reductions of 1% uh, or more in order to uh, sell their homes, uh, and that's taking longer to sell their homes, and that's gonna continue to, uh, each additional uh, rate increase moving forward is going to uh, remove three to 5% of purchasing power uh, for each buyer. And, uh, and it's going to have to reduce home prices by 3 to 5%. We got five uh, rate increases ahead of us, uh, December of this year, one more, uh, and we got uh, three next year and one after that. So this r- last rate increase here, uh, your homeowners are gonna have to take a 3 to 5% rate in- uh, or pricing decrease to get their home sold. And then, uh, so and we get another one here in December, and three next year that's five we can make it to the sixth one I I I don't know know if the Fed will even get that far before they realize they hike us into a recession but uh, that'd be six rate increases times that by three percent three to five percent you're looking at about a eight to a uh, possibly thirty percent uh, correction in home prices uh, before because we uh, before uh, demand picks up and right now it costs a lot more to uh, own than it does the rent, and with each additional rate increase, it's only making it that much uh, harder to own, and rents are not going up at the same pace as uh, as uh, mortgage uh, payments, and so uh, they ha- therefore uh, homeowners are going to have to uh, adjust it in home uh, prices.
0: That's a, that's a lot of insight. Thank you for that. Um, like I said, I, nobody's willing to look and kind of show us what's going to happen, right? Or be that up front with it. Everybody hopes that it'll last for another 6 to 12 months.
1: Yeah, if you wait until it's on the news, uh, you know, you're probably close to the bottom. And so uh, in this business, what I've learned in businesses, you have to be a contrarian. The contrarians make the most money. Uh, so when it was 2000, eight, nine, and 10, you know what? Those people who are buying, when everyone else didn't wanna buy, uh, they paid off big dividends. I was at a closing here this last, uh, uh, week where the person bought in 2013 and they sold uh, here this last week because they feel the markets topping out and they bought a home for 150 sold for 250 and after uh, commissions they just walked away with $85,000 uh, check you know those are the people that are smart in this business and uh, and uh, but if you're if you going to hold on uh, for the last dollar uh, you're just going to chase the market down and you'll never be out of the market.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Stephen. I uh, appreciate you giving us a lot of insight and in what's made you successful. Yeah, you're very welcome. Anytime. Okay.